0: Well, hi
1: hello
0: gentle listeners you might think that we'd abandoned you but really long time gentle listeners will know that these summer doldrums when we just go radio radio quiet that's not a word radio quiet for several (laughs) weeks and then come back like nothing is nothing what what podcast interruption no this is just this just means the world's getting back to normal because h.a conrad's job requires that she works for an entire month straight like, so uh, between work and vacation and other things yes we've been gone for several weeks yes it was in the middle of a serial review on uh dead city <laughs> but we're back and we're now there's actually a good backlog of content that we have to talk about so this should carry us through um but hi yeah th- my name's Stuart, and uh you heard the dulcet tones of h.a conrad coming through your uh ear pipes just a minute ago but h.a conrad hi how are you
1: hello i'm good i'm you know uh you know the the normal the normal stuff going on with aging managed to like you know have a back injury so that's exciting Uh, it's like yay um well, other than that, great, um, and you know, psyched to be back and talking about all this fun stuff. And I'm glad that there is actually a backlog because there was like thin pickings for a while.
0: It's still slim pickings out there. I- I'm worried we'll, we'll hit the- we'll hit up this uh, slight backlog and then be like, oh right, um, there's still no train to Busan sequel uh, or last train from New York news. There's still no Salem's Lot news, as far as I can tell. Like those two movies, right. I think have just disappeared
1: yeah i think that's that's gonna be gone for a while
0: however uh zom 100 bucket list of the dead is out in anime and live action um one as a show one as a movie i believe the live action is the movie on netflix right now you've also got the zombie verse is that what it's called the uh the yep. lo- reality show i haven't seen any of these things i've been kind of waiting i don't know if we're gonna look at them all together or or not uh we've got uh daryl dixon's show coming soon. I forget kind of when. Is it next year or this fall?
1: No, I thought uh, it was this fall. I think it was, might, I think it was yeah. October.
0: I think it is this fall because the next year show is the We're the Ones Who Are Alive or whatever. I'm butchering the name of that one, but that's the Rick and Michonne show. Uh, those are all stacking up here Um, as, w- as well as, in theory, all of, a, all of Us Are Dead season two. No news on Kingdom season three. Um, And with all of the people who work on that show doing uh makeup and effects for that reality show, which was a news item we came up with before. I don't know when we can expect that, but that's kind of I feel like that's the landscape of upcoming projects. There are here and there a couple of others. Is that weird like um Dan Aykroyd Chevy Chase zombie movie. Have you been seeing those articles about that? Yeah,
1: but I'm not sure about that. We'll have to see what happens with that. Like Chevy know.
0: Chase, Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase hey. is occupies a weird space in my, in my head now where it's like, Oh, I don't really know if I want to watch him. Uh, so however, in the actual news that, um, I decided to, to read articles on there was a, a heartfelt editorial from bloody disgusting appealing to the heartless overlords at Netflix, that season three of black summer needs to happen. And the, the fans of that show deserve, uh, a third season, that means nothing to uh to executives at streamers, of course. Um, did you read any of this editorial?
1: I did, and I and I, you know, I thought it was a nice plea. I doubt they'll listen, but I thought it was a great plea. And I agree. Like I think this was one of the better made shows. Um you know, that we've seen in a long time. It was very tight. Um, I think there's still definitely story to tell as it left sort of it closed the loop, but it did definitely leave there's stories that are still left to tell and that would be fun to tell and see. But um I don't know. I I kind of feel like that that whole uh thing that I think that the creator said something on Twitter or something like that, and I think that's probably the death knell. But yeah, but John yeah. Hyams
0: saying it was a slim slim chance that it's going to yeah. make a third
1: season. Yeah, I think that's pretty much zero chance. In but- the comments,
0: yeah. I noticed somebody wrote like, "Why doesn't Shudder take it over?" Maybe I don't know if Shudder has the the amount of you know support or or funding to to do a show like Black Summer, but they've done other original series. They
1: have, but I don't know that they I don't know that they have the budget to do it the level that Netflix did because they poured a ton of money into that particular show so we'll see um but then again maybe we'll see 28 years later you never know oh god
0: we'll we'll be talking about that the next time that the alex garland or danny boyle drop a subtle hint to the press i'm sure that'll come up soon
1: speaking of 28 days later it is nowhere to be found on any streaming service right now
0: oh curious
1: yeah um, that, ha-
0: that happens to projects every so often, though. But like, yeah,
1: it does. But I was very upset and annoyed, and more so that I hadn't bought it, which I'm surprised at myself that I haven't. But um, you know, part of part of this is because I, of course, watched Oppenheimer with Killian Murphy, and it made me. Uh. Want to watch all things killing Murphane So I was like, ah, oh, Twenty Eight days later that I haven't watched that in a bit and it is nowhere to be found. And it's in one of those things. Like it went off of, it was on, um, I know, I know I'm thinking of Kyle right now in my head. It was on HBO max, which is now just max, I guess. Um, <laughs> last fall and um, it is gone it is nowhere to be found for the moment I'm hoping maybe somebody is able to grab it or pick up the licensing for it or get the permission to stream it just given how popular Oppenheimer has been and maybe all things Killian Murphy are being negotiated now I don't know Interesting. but I was really like a little ticked off I would like to see it so I guess I could find a DVD somewhere. <laughs> the where to play it I don't know
0: that is wild. You can't even buy it on, yeah, Amazon. No, oh, nowhere. So maybe if you like VPN or you know, tour yourself into another country that'll uh, have the rights in Australia or the UK or something.
1: Maybe, but still seems a little bit curious. In any case. That's my tangent about 28 days later Um, and 28 years later. And there is uh, other kind of Walking Dead news, right? Um, Oh, yeah.
0: I I saw this uh, trailer. I think I saw it on social media. And here's a Polygon article that, well, yeah, we don't have really uh, publicly accessible show notes anymore. But there's an article on uh, Polygon.com about this new Walking Dead Destinies game that's coming out. sometime um it's going to be on pc and play uh, the consoles it's not a mobile game although for the life of me it looked like a mobile game when i was looking at the trailer um and what's interesting i'd say the hook of this game like its pitch is you can either be shane or rick and decide who dies in that fateful meeting um in the in the fields outside of the farmhouse in season two and then uh, play it as if you know Shane was the leader of the dictatorship, with with Rick actually being dead. So hmm. uh, that seems to be their main their main hook to to get you to play. Like, what if Shane? What if?
1: What if Shane was the leader or whatever it was? Yeah, I mean, and
0: yeah, I, I feel like the argument is, well, Rick basically became more and more like Shane <laughs> throughout the series, anyway. So would Shane have just been like even further extreme than that at all times? I don't know.
1: I mean, I always thought it was odd. Like, you know, Shane knew he had been having an affair with Rick's wife and stuff like that. So I don't know. I kind of thought it was weird that he wouldn't have taken out Rick in the first place. But so I think that this is plausible.
0: Plausible that Shane would have killed Rick. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, Absolutely. It's just, it's just, that's not how it played out. Uh, but in this game, maybe it is. So uh, that'll be worth, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure if I'll pick it up or not. It kind of depends on the price point. I'm not sure where it's coming out, but uh, it might be worth checking. When that comes out in no idea. I'm trying to look it up and I can't see. All right. But however, so there's the walking dead Destinies game, other news on deadline.com. George Romero, Twilight of the Dead, the final chapter of his Septology. I don't know how many of the Dead movies are there.
1: There's a lot of the Dead movies. I don't know how, like, we've talked about this a couple of times. And, you know, ostensibly the script for this is something Romero worked on before he died. And the project is sort of being green. Lit by his widow, um, but other people are taking it over, and I guess you know, I'm all excited about something if it's actually like real, but there's no sort of sense of how finished this was or what would be. I don't know, it like part of me worries that this is and probably is like sort of a money grab, um, but looking at the um. Like some of the things that they're saying, they're like, oh, we could do like multiple films from this stuff or like offshoots of this. And I don't know. Did you like I felt a little like after reading this article about it. Uh, I
0: I guess I'm not picking up on on all of all of those uh, details.
1: There is very little. I guess my thing is, is that there is very little like we saw a little bit of this before just like oh they're working on this project whatever and then it's like oh no and so and so are taking this over and oh it's definitely like a romero project but we've
0: talked about like his daughter taking on a a project we've talked about uh you know there's there's it feels like there's three or four different things that have come up
1: and it's like uh, none
0: of them have landed though like none of them have actually come out and i don't think they're all this they're all like different things. Right.
1: Too. And and that's the thing. It's like you attach the Romero name to things and people are like, ooh, and I, I am one of them. Definitely one of them. But um yeah. I don't know. Like I just don't know if this is actually a project he actually did. Because it feels like the details are, are incredibly sparse. I mean
0: Well this is deadline. and dude. they never have details. But right, the but the is- setting the setting is kind of interesting.
1: Yeah. So go it's on an island, right? Like
0: the, the like basically the final remnants of humanity are on an island a tropical island and they're caught in a but com- in a conflict between different factions of zombies right. which uh it does feel like the logical conclusion in a way of where Romero was taking his stuff in a way right
1: well because um, he had like, big daddy was the the yeah. zombie in the last Inland of the dead
0: yeah so for, for all the good that did us yeah and that movie wasn't great you know but a hey, uh, it it would be interesting to see if he if let's say uh, optimistically he did have a lot to do with the treatment of this or the script or the at least the idea, I would be interested to see and what he thought was the uh, the logical conclusion. Yeah. Of course, we haven't even seen the one he had like two movies after Land of the Dead that we that I haven't even seen. There was like a, a Hatfields versus McCoys. Yep. One, I forget what that was called, like Diary of the Dead or something
1: along those lines. I think I kind of watched that, but it wasn't that like the found footage one
0: that we had, That was I'm thinking of that. That's the, right. That's the title of the found footage one. And then I think there was another one. Survival of the Dead, maybe something along those lines. Either way. um they weren't getting better and better as they went. Right, right,
1: right. And that, and I guess that's part of where I'm maybe having some doubts, um, especially since we keep hearing about this and nothing is really yeah. coming of any of these projects. But again, again, of course, I will check it out if it actually eventually makes it out there. And I, I do like the idea of the premise, but we'll have to see. Um, I mean, I think this is something like the fourth or fifth article we've seen this being teased, but no sort of information about production or, you know, any of that. So I guess we'll have to wait and see and they'll just keep teasing it forever. (laughs) So, um, and then last but not least, um, there's the Fantasia Film Festival. Which
0: I think just closed a week or two ago. Um. Yeah, the big news from this is there is a, a, a zombie comedy that's coming out of it that some people are saying was good. I haven't read the reviews because I don't want to get spoiled, but yeah. it's been it's been reviewed on AV Club and um, another I horror, I think, and I, it seemed like it was quite positive. Um, the main cast announcement is like one of the guys from The Boys, but not like a main character. One of the uh, the guy with like the twenty foot long. Mutant Penis uh, is an actor in this show, our movie. And it's called, shoot, We Are Zombies.
1: We Are Zombies, yep.
0: And it's going to be, it would be a horror comedy. And uh, it's not available anywhere. I've I've looked around, I think, because it just did the festival thing. It closed the Fantasia Film Festival. So, <clears throat> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when it comes out. Just It's one of these things like, okay, we're getting a little bit of a note of it here, uh, and then we have to keep looking for it.
1: Yeah, but it looks pretty good, and everybody gave it pretty decent reviews, so I'm excited to check it out. I also didn't want to read too much about it, just given the spoilery piece of that, because we're giving pretty... um, So just as a heads up, um, this particular article gives you a lot of... um, a lot of details. So you may if you if you don't want to be spoiled, probably don't take a look at it until after. Though I have to say some of the other films that they are talking about that um premiered at the film festival, some of these look pretty cool. Um obviously not all zombie related, but a lot of sci-fi stuff that is kind of cool. Yeah. So I might check out a few of these on my own anyway.
0: And this is a roundup of the Fantasia Film Festival third wave. Mm -hmm. at uh from bloody disgusting which is a great source of information about horror so yeah do check that out do uh and that's that's it for the like main news There, like we've talked about there's there's a fair amount of other little stuff out there the other the other one that kind of dropped right after i think i think it was right after we did our last episode was the dead city has been renewed for season two which i'm kind of surprised by um I mean, we haven't gotten to season one, but I, I kind of assumed for some dumb reason that these were all going to be one shots, like one short one uh, season I, and then we're done.
1: Yeah, so did I. So I was a little surprised as well, but apparently not. And maybe they just saw, hey, this is going well. I mean, look, I, I think that um, these two characters are beloved. Um, so people are always excited to see more of them. But
0: oh, uh, yes.
1: But sorry for I'm just so tired. So it's been,
0: it's been a long uh, month for Conrad over here. It's been a long month. It has been.
1: Um but anyway. How many, how many
0: days off have you had in the last thirty
1: days? More than I've had like some partial days, so that's fine. Um that's cool. and it's just it's just nonstop. But this is yeah. So um, but anyway um
0: so we're talking about Dead City season 1 we can say that now episode uh, I, 3
1: talk about that and i had to rewatch episode 3 cuz it was so long since i had yeah, same it, um,
0: same uh, this <laughs> episode is entitled people are a resource and it's this is actually kind of a funny thing that they called it that because the meaning has changed so much from when Negan used to say it to when the Croat says it. We can talk about that when we get there. But I thought that was quite yeah. amusing. This is directed by Kevin Dowling and written by Keith Staskowitz. I, I Staskowitz? Yeah. Pretty close. Um, and so, A.J., what were your uh, overall impressions, uh, if, if you want to start there or if you want to start at the very beginning?
1: I mean, I think we can... We can start at the beginning, but I have some observations about this that, um, again, I am finding some of the things that they are choosing to do with this series problematic, um, specifically as it relates to Negan's character. Where we left off, you know, Negan and, and Maggie are now banding together, sort of, with this group of people that are fighting the Croat. And this is a group of people that basically are... New Yorkers that got caught in the apocalypse. They formed their own tribe, so to speak. And this is this is they are like kind of the only resistance, I guess, to the Croats crew. Um, there's some distrust and you know, Negan and Maggie are doing their Negan and Maggie thing. But I guess part of the thing is, is like from your point of view, Stuart, and I don't know, like I just One of the things that I find a little bit confusing is this is if this group, if the Croat is as scary and terrifying as he is, this group is small, like, I don't know that they're going to be so, like, excited about going up against somebody so powerful. Um, I completely
0: agree. I think this is like a a big problem with the script of this. episode.
1: Yeah. And and. Then there's also other things that I'm like, huh, um, it, like really, really confused by or kind of disappointed by, I guess, in terms of storytelling. On that um, point,
0: though, if if I can also dig into that, uh, the this like faction war, they've also really only been presented as like trying to survive with the Croat Barazzi. Chasing and hunting them down, right? Right. Like that's there hasn't been a oh, we're gonna go out and raid Barazzi today. No, they're just like we're running away from them and finding new places to live. I think that the establishment of like we're all native New Yorkers and they're all from out of town, or the bridge and tunnel crew, I think they even say yeah, they do say that. And I'm like it's pretty freaking laughable that there's that they're using that sort of language in this. 15 years after the zombie apocalypse or even longer at this point. Uh, It's pretty silly, but uh, I don't know if that's just like a, Hey, people of the present world, this is a, it's a joke. Um, And then the, as you've already alluded to, why, why are they willing to, because a part of this episode is them persuading this band of, of New Yorkers to attack the Barazzi encampment, and they, it doesn't take very much to persuade them to do it. And when Luther, the uh, the big dude with the facial scar, um, is like, why should we do this? Maggie's response is for my child, to save my child, save my son. That's not a reason for the, any of them to do any. Like they should die for her son. Like what? This doesn't make any sense to they me. They have
1: no loyalty to her whatsoever. And then there's the other part of this that again I'm like, and they kind again, they're kind of trying to explain it, but this whole group of people is there. Okay. They're surviving. Okay. Crow app shows up.
0: And there's like 10, there's like 10 or less of them, right? There's not a, a lot of people.
1: It's not a lot of people. And by the way, it's not a lot of people to get out of manhattan even though they say oh it's so impossible it's like whatever well guess what manhattan's huge and you could get off that island since people can clearly get on and they make these kind of blanket blanket statements like oh you can get on but you can't get off the barazzi are not that big and they're not all knowing and they're not all seeing unless there's some really insane security thing here like which i doubt um it just feels a little bit too convenient. Um, And again, I don't believe that if you're being hunted by this crazy group of people, like, why would you stay? Um, So there's there's some sort of implausibility here that I just am struggling with and not, and again, kind of disappointed by, because I don't think it's necessary to have all these sort of artificial things kind of built in. I think a more interesting plot would have been that they're trying to, like figure out a plan to get off the island or figure out a plan to like get anywhere. They make this like comment about all the bridges and tunnels being blown up. Well, apparently you can get there in a cooler. So (laughs) let's talk about that. Um, But, you know, and, and so there's stuff like that, that I'm just like, it's to me. And again, this is the fear of the walking dead issue, which is, there are some very easy ways to fix this like it doesn't have to be this way so i find it a little bit upsetting and annoying that like they it's to me it's again very lazy storytelling um but it's also know.
0: pretty crazy like yeah having just gone on a boat all the way around manhattan <laughs> like last week there's like 19 bridges just on the on the east side uh, there's not a lot on the west side to get across the the Hudson, I guess, but there are those tunnels. It just it feels like what the military, yeah, you know, I guess they would have bombed even the the pedestrian bridge that goes between what the Bronx and uh, and whatever's on the other side of the river from the Bronx, um, Washington Heights. Right,
1: but you're also assuming that they would have had the power and wherewithal to do this in the middle of chaos, like, yeah. do would they? I don't know. So, so it, that's the that's the thing that I find. A little strange and then the croat clearly has no problem going out and raiding since he was going out to get maggie's son but i also find that story a little odd like why would you go through all the effort to go yeah. out and raid and bring back random hostages i mean just well, that, you're- i
0: feel like that story that we have to learn about more they can't just make that be random right
1: Right, but that, and I'm hoping that they can't, but it just feels like a little too stupid. So anyway, we'll have to see what happens with that. um, maybe, maybe it was targeted. Who knows, but it just feels there there's a lot of thin storytelling here that I would like to kind of have certain things cleared up, but maybe we'll get more to that. We haven't gotten to it in season three other than to have some very unsatisfactory explanations in my view um
0: so other than those sort of super weak elements of this episode uh mostly in the motivation of the good people the good team i'm not sure what to call them i forget uh, i think they did have a name for them in one of the showrunner uh speeches at the end of the episode earlier but i've forgotten what they are the new yorkers will call them um This episode has a lot of Ginny and Negan development, mostly a lot of it's through flashback, but it's also like set to Ginny uh, leaving or she had already run away from not King, uh, King Top Hilltop, uh, taking a motorcycle and arrives at the coast to um, to cross into New York. And so we have some flashbacks, though, of her and Negan on one day in particular in the woods and he's talking about her lack of you know how she's incommunicative and and he needs her to be able to signal to him that's kind of like where that all goes it's also about him it's also about the show presenting us a Negan who is uh empathetic and sympathetic and who cares for people because he also does something bad in this episode let's say
1: it does but I mean look Negan's always had this like you know we saw his relationship with Judith we saw his relationship with Lydia you know like like he's always had this thing this protective thing um, where he kind of tries to build his own little family um, and specifically it's with you know women or or and but the thing that it's kind of weird about this whole thing, and again, it's a thin not thin story. They try to explain away why Annie and his son are nowhere to be found, and I don't think it's thin, but I think it's you know, maybe that's sort of showing what's going on. I mean, Negan they try to explain some of the things with Negan's character about what happened with his wife. And that was an incredible episode to see the backstory with that. Um,
0: Good Lucille, his original wife. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um, And you know, so, so that plays into these things as well. I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan is a phenomenal actor and I love watching him and I think he's the strongest element of the show. Um, But I also think that the storytelling is a little uneven because they keep trying to retread the same ground with this character and they don't need to. And this is sort of the whole thing with the Negan Maggie feud and the things that we already have dealt with and and gone over. And so they keep trying to retread this ground, which I think what would be more interesting is to see it evolve. I mean, maybe the point is, is that this character is just going to keep sort of repeating these patterns, but but then
0: then we're getting into uh morgan territory and we don't need to we don't need two characters who are like that these yo-yo right. characters And then
1: that's kind of what it feels like and again fear the walking dead problem right yeah like we just have this and then honestly it's kind of a similar thing with rick right like so you keep sort of going over and over and over again and oh the the character's like crazy the character's not like the more interesting thing is to evolve the character into a place that's more interesting. And I, and I was hoping that that's where this was going. Maybe it will, but it feels like they, they can't, it it feels almost like they're like, Oh, this is like some dark stuff about Negan that he's never going to sort of let up. But like, I don't, I think Negan is savvy and smart. I do not believe that he would do this with this character um that we are talking about Um,
0: luther or or wait who are we talking about yeah the luther uh, interaction later is uh shocking uh and i also wonder like what if he what if luther had approached maggie instead of negan with this and how would that have gone because she has more to lose uh i don't know kind of an interesting question and i maybe it would have been better if it had gone that way and negan had to step in or i don't know anyway um
1: part of it well and we'll get to it but part of it well let's talk about that when we get to it but so the biggest part of this is that like Maggie and Negan talking to the tribe, figuring out where they think Herschel is, which is weirdly in Madison Square Garden. Um, it doesn't surprise me that they make this the the sort of hellhole that the Croat is, is you know, shacked up in because Madison Square Ga- Garden is definitely a hellhole hmm. uh, and Penn Station. And so that's kind of funny um, and kind of an insider joke. because all New Yorkers hate Madison Square Garden. <laughs> um and it's kind of a cool idea because there is there is a lot of like underground tunnels there's the old penn station there's a lot of like infrastructure in there so like i did like that idea of this story um yeah. but it's also uh the thing about madison square garden is that it's easy to get in but very hard to get out of like it's it definitely makes sense in terms of this kind of an idea that it would be a fortress so i thought that was pretty funny um so um and they are but they're looking at it but again this seems weird don't you like this group of people that they're gonna like make this plan with 10 people to get into this place against like hordes of zombies and walkers and this group of uh insane people i don't know like it doesn't feel like this makes sense that they would band together at all but no
0: it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't work uh we've also by this point in the plot had uh Negan talking about how without revealing that he was in charge of the saviors he tells the story of the saviors and how they were taken down uh that like he sets up Maggie to to like you know dunk kind of with his story about how um the saviors were were beaten by the oppressed Mm-hmm. Uh, what I feel like he's not saying in that is that the, they were basically outnumbered by multiple communities.
1: <laughs> right, like a that, lot of people. Like... A lot of
0: people. Then this is not the scenario that we are looking at here uh, in this show. So I feel like it's a little bit of a um, false equivalence. But, uh, you know, if 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 Maggie and Negan are just like blatantly taking advantage of these idiots to uh, to sacrifice themselves for her teenager okay i guess then that's what the show is about uh it does not make me think that they are heroic uh, by any stretch of the imagination uh but it does feel it feels like they're going to be all sacrificed for for maggie's um f- familial right. bonds
1: and the uh, big thing is when is his name tomaso has yeah. been in the madison square garden holding thing and what he describes is very i mean it's almost you know word for word similar to what Negan had set up with the saviors and uh like I think we all remember when Daryl was held and and that that is a very similar scenario where they're like kind of giving them creature comforts or like carrot and stick scenarios eventually just stick um and somehow this guy managed to escape Again, slightly implausible. Walker's just somehow got in, and yeah. he got away through underground tunnels that his grandfather told him about.
0: Okay, um, but because hey, that's the New Yorker local New Yorker advantage right there. That's what, he's, I guess,
1: but, that's what but, he's talking about. But the thing about this, that again, this is what sort of is annoying. How would he actually find a way back? Like, it's not like he knows the whole system, like the back of his hand. It sounds like he got out almost by luck. Well, and- maybe
0: maybe in the future episode he'll go down there and be like, Oh god, I have no fucking idea where I am. Maybe
1: and maybe let's like <laughs> I hope so. But like so there again, there's like a lot of like holes in this whole story and that this yeah. is the big plan. But also that Maggie and Niga would even need this these people seems a little weird too. Like they just need to know the possibility that there's tunnels there, I guess.
0: And but- also against the backdrop of Tommaso's story of being a prisoner, we actually have Pearlie is a prisoner. He's been remember he got rolled up by the Croat personally uh in one of those net traps and brought into madison square garden we get to see his like in processing there is an actor on the brazi t- side who is just doing too much uh when she whenever she's on screen she was in one of those uh scenes where neckbeard and rat tail was being made fun of by negan she was standing behind him making the same sort of weird evil s- surprised face
1: he's very dramatic and it's and so it- noticeable
0: when pearly gets taken out of the ambulance or whatever he's in she also just has this like now she's evil and gleeful face but yeah she's doing way too much i don't i but don't no, understand why awful. why nobody looked at that and was like do like 50 percent of that yeah
1: yeah, yeah. uh it's i guess crazy. the other thing with pearly that's a little confusing as well is it's not like he's protecting anybody here um well,
0: yeah, I mean, they they try to explain this away in the after-show uh, talk, uh, where he's like, anything he tells him will be used against him. I'm like, maybe, but also... Maybe,
1: but it also seems like... I mean, true, Croat seems crazy, um, and that's true, too.
0: But he's already but caught, I don't know, like, what's he gonna... He's
1: already caught, and, like, it doesn't seem to be getting any better, so I don't know, it just doesn't feel like he would have ended up where he did. So eventually... You know, he goes through a lot of scenarios. I mean, I'm assuming that these scenes were mainly used to reveal more about the Croat than about Pearly, although it does... Well,
0: Pearly doesn't talk. So, yeah, I think that's 100% yeah. what they were for. So it's Croat, all the, all the Croat talks a lot.
1: He doesn't like rotten meat. He kills this guy just because of that. Like, he kills, like, the guy who prepares the dinner because there was, like, a worm in the meat, and he's very well, upset.
0: Yeah, he's he's concerned about that. That, that was... I'm like, where did they get this meat? Also, but I guess there there are deer in in the city. We've had uh, that scene also of some hunting,
1: right? But uh, if you cooked it, it wouldn't have anyway. Wouldn't have a
0: maggot in it, yeah. I don't know what piscatata is or whatever they're they're talking about. If it's like a beef tartare scenario, I don't feel like that's what I would be eating in the zombie apocalypse. I'd have everything well done.
1: I think you'd be cooking the crap out of everything. <laughs> yeah, the hockey puck meat time. Yeah. Um. No. 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 Rare meat in this apocalypse. Um but you know I like there is and again this is very much like this whole savior scenario where you see these creature comforts that he's got set up in some kind of luxury booth in Madison Square Garden and you know and then again I think this is just to reveal all the stuff that the Croat does or has in store and to show how you know sadistic he is and how the Barazzi are fully in support of him Um, so you know they put pearly into like a uh, thunderdome situation with some some walkers and um, a walker specifically that has the key uh, the one that had done the rotten meat and you know again it just keeps getting worse and worse for pearly and he even gets kind of drugged with gas before he gets thrown in there um, yeah. and then ultimately when he survives and i don't have a doubt that he would survive like i think he's pretty scrappy, mm-hmm. um, but. But the whole thing with the Croat, where he like discovers some letter in the boot of Pearly and that this would somehow break Pearly, feels t- it feels a little too much.
0: There's to a me- lot about all this that's too much. I mean, Pearly beats up three zombies with a shoe and only hits two of them one time. Like, he just he brains, like, this is to me, this is like just really taking out the zombie as a as a threat when you can just hit him with a shoe and they die like (laughs) huh they
1: they were pretty heavy shoes but i guess my thing about that is why wouldn't you just take the legs out from under them and stomp on their heads which would make a lot more sense no and yeah Uh, if you have that kind of heavy duty shoe probably maybe I don't know. It just felt it felt very over the top, kind of dumb. And
0: before this octagon scene, also, this is where uh, the Croat is like yelling at his supporters and getting the Doma smo chant going and then saying, uh, here's to our fallen comrade who they put in a tank of something with hoses coming out of it and gas masks that they're about to dose pearly with. And this is where he goes, uh, you know, because he's going to provide something for us because people are a resource and he yells that and everybody cheers. And I'm just like, that is not what Negan meant when he said it. But uh, for him, of course, he's, he's making decomposing bodies into gas. uh like not only methane gas that you can breathe and people seem to be huffing, which is weird, but also to power vehicles and uh, generators.
1: So that's uh, kind of his forgot, whole thing. And I forgot to mention like the whole big reveal that we see in the scene in the luxury suite with pearly is the Croat talking about his backstory, which is very similar to Negan's in that his wife and his daughters were taken out by walkers and then he found Negan and then he reveals that he's a alternative energy expert. So it's to fill in a lot of this story here and why he's able to figure out all this methane to energy conversion. Um, So, I don't yeah. know. It feels again a bit too convenient, um, but they're certainly trying to to draw parallels between him and Negan.
0: Yeah, uh, except uh, slightly different interpretations of the right. of of the mantra. Uh, so yeah, when Pearly finally gives in, he reveals that he's there to get Negan, and that's kind of where that episode ends. Actually, with him saying that, but um, I feel like we've also had other scenes before we get there such as the Luther Negan uh, interaction and the, the bag lady. And there's some other stuff with Ginny also.
1: Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, the, the group of the tribal people and Negan and Maggie, and we see their kind of weird traditions, which, you know, Negan and Maggie have never been here before. They don't know what's going on and they all sit down for like a dinner And there's all this weird humming going on and people putting things out. And like, I guess you could glean what this is about, but as an outsider, it feels a little odd um, that this is, I guess, their prayer session. I don't know. Um, They're grieving. Um, And, you know, they do talk about this after this episode. And I'm like, yeah, but you're making so many assumptions. Like, I don't know, this felt a little odd. Um, And then the whole evolution with the discussion about breaking into Madison Square Garden and how they're going to help and all of that stuff felt a little forced and unrealistic because I just don't think that this group would. Um, and the only person that they have kind of really questioning is Luther. Luther is definitely against any kind of like assault upon the Croat because he's protective of them. And to me, he seems like the only reasonable person in this crowd <laughs>
0: Yeah, which condemns him to death. Like, like the fact that he's the only one asking, why should we uh, sacrifice? Well, like, why should we risk our lives for you? And Maggie's response, of course, is what I've already said is it's for my son. And nobody could nobody says anything like what. So what? Like Luther says, you know, your son's probably already dead, which we know as an audience that he's not at least we but don't think he is
1: and he's not like drawing that conclusion isn't unrealistic right like it's, so
0: right because all their people who have been captured by the Barazi and do end up dead uh it it does raise the question like why why yeah. is he keeping him alive does he know the connection to negan we're not sure we'll find out hopefully uh but yeah nobody else is challenging them on this idea they're way too eager and also, like, resigned to die. It's hard to really, it's hard to put it together. Ginny, however, has uh, escaped into New York with her, or crossed over into New York with her cooler boat, also, wandering the streets.
1: About, can we talk about Ginny's hair for a second?
0: What's Is it too, too clean?
1: Both too clean, but also too big and too long. And, like, some kid that's actually surviving this apocalypse... I just don't uh, like it is blown out in certain places and mm-hmm. it's going through that weird apocalypse makeup thing that they sometimes do where they try kind of to make it look a little dirty but it's not it's like definitely styled and also a huge liability yeah like for people to grab her so I don't know that that really stood out to me <laughs> in so many scenes um in this whole thing um and the idea that she would go in this cooler when we saw all the Walker bodies that are still definitely kicking um, in this cooler feels a little unbelievable. Yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> so, they don't show they don't show her crossing. They just show her like setting off and then arriving. So you don't have do to see her the water
1: a minute. So we, I guess maybe she could paddle through some Walkers, but it feels a little bit like that would be very difficult in a yeah. cooler.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, the walkers we saw when Maggie and Negan were crossing were were alive, but they were just kind of floating. They weren't like grabbing, as far as we saw.
1: Yeah, but But, if you're like in in a cooler,
0: top heavy, it wouldn't take much to get capsized. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So she has arrived in New York. She's dropped her dinosaur, which was part of the plot of flashbacks with her Negan too. Like she's attached to this stuffed animal. The some uh, a, a person picks it up and puts it in a bag and wanders away and I guess she follows that person because we see that she is and that person turns out to be a New Yorker uh, a long lost friend of Tommaso's um, and Ginny has followed her and apparently is looking at Maggie also toward the end of the, this episode Maggie has seen the dinosaur asked for it or taken it from the the lady with the bags and was about to set it on fire
1: yeah because like and again I don't believe that Maggie would do this why? I don't.
0: What's the would, what's the motive? I don't even understand why. Is one,
1: you're gonna know Ginny's there, distract him. But oh my
0: Nat, god, Maggie would
1: never. Nat, Maggie would never do that. That's the thing. I don't believe she would do that. And I guess they're showing that maybe she's not. But I think Maggie would be like, "Hey, Ginny's out there somewhere. and We got to find her, right?" So it's. I, I just don't buy this. This seems very weird to me. So. And again, I guess we'll find out more, but Ginny's watching Maggie debating, like, you know.
0: This honestly, I had not put that together. That is an interesting, and maybe that's maybe the guy was even talking about it after the show, but I wasn't really, I was half listening to him. Um, what a fascinating turn for Maggie's character. She hey. she was making a lot of bad calls in the end of last season of The Walking Dead. And maybe this is just like the culmination of her bad decision making. Uh, is actually becoming more than half evil.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, again, I think this is what they're trying to do, is to draw parallels with the Negan character and that Maggie doesn't really have a leg to stand on. Um, And again, back to the issue I'm having with all the way they keep retreading this ground, it's like, oh, let's make Maggie more crazy and irrational when when it's convenient, versus... Yeah. Let's evolve this character in a way that's kind of cool. This isn't cool. This is stupid. I just don't believe she would do this. And I don't like believe the, the weird tension between her and Negan. Um, and then now they're throwing this other wrench into it with Negan where he gets, you know, this is the big thing we were talking about before. He gets confronted by Luther in like this kitchen area thing. And Luther is basically like, we're not going to help you. And you need to leave and all this stuff and it culminates into a fight with them. And do I believe that if Negan's life were threatened, he would do whatever he needs to survive? Yes. But I also think that he understands that this group, he, they need them a little bit on their side or whatever. So I feel like he would have taken, I think he would have like left. I don't think he would have engaged here. Well, and, wasn't
0: he trying to leave? This is what I didn't understand. Like, why did Luther keep blocking him? It, He's it, like, you have to leave and then yeah. doesn't let him leave. I'm like, I don't understand how well, this he is, is going. Basically
1: like, I'm not going to do that. And so then it gets into this thing that doesn't seem believable, though, you know, I think he could. Huh. I mean, Vegan's pretty swift and quick. I think he could sort of dodge Luther, who doesn't seem incredibly quick. Um, and instead, it gets into this stupid thing with them and he kills Luther and not only kills him, But like, really kills him in this like stupid Negan way. Like, I'm sorry,
0: the vegetable grater across the forehead had me wincing. Oh, I was, I was like, oh, that's terrible.
1: Ridiculous. They were like, oh, let's give this, like, the, uh." anyway, I was really annoyed by it. But anyway, that's where we are. So, I'm sure hilarity will ensue once people figure out that he killed Luther, or because you know, I mean, I guess he could try to hide that body, but it's a pretty big body to drink out of there. And
0: Luther's like ten percent of the group of New Yorkers, and he was the guy doing all the singing at their ritual. He's like their priest, or I don't know what the hell.
1: So yeah. it doesn't
0: feel like they're gonna just be like, "Oh yeah, oh Luther's not around. Okay, we'll just go anyway." I feel like they would be like, "We're not leaving until we find Luther."
1: right uh, and then the luther cover-up has to happen where i guess he'll be a he can't be a walker because i guess his brain's gone but like uh it just seems again annoying and we'll have to see what happens next but right now i'm really just not on board with what they're doing so we'll see if they can turn it around um so i guess more to come as we watch the next episode (laughs) have you watched ahead
0: no no i haven't had a lot of time um I but well, so uh, you know, maybe maybe you finished watching Dead City many moons ago, uh, like we should have. But we're we're <laughs> savoring every bite we can get of zombie content these days. So to speak. Yeah. So, uh, let us know what you think of this episode of People Are a Resource. Did it seem a little silly? Did it seem right on the mark? Uh, Holler at us. You can email us at reanimatedpodcast at gmail.com. But you can also find all of our episodes at reanimated.podbean.com.
1: Great. And until next time, ciao.
0: All righty. Toodles.